Hello, Masters in the Making. I'm your host, Mike Miller, and I want to welcome you to Simple Self Mastery. Simple Self Mastery is a self-help podcast dedicated to giving you the best in health, wealth, love, happiness, and a little peace of mind five days a week. I'm excited and honored to introduce our guest today, Shalan Ginger. Shalan Ginger is the owner of New You Juice Bar, founder and host of the Entrepreneur Before 25 podcast, and the author of Dear Millennial, A Compass to Define Your Unique Purpose, Pursuing a Life of Fulfillment, and Building a Legacy. Shalan, I've given our listeners a peek at who you are, but is there anything you want to add to spice up that intro? Well, Mike, first of all, thank you so much for having me on your show today. I am super excited to talk with you. And as far as like a brief summary, um, you pretty much hit it all. I live in a place called Yakima, Washington, which is about three hours east of Seattle. And, you know, a huge part of my journey is there aren't and isn't a massive young entrepreneur scene here. And so I'm, you know, creating that not necessarily in Yakima, but on a more like global basis. And um, my daily life consumes of chasing uh, different ventures that I'm involved in and and really, honestly, living the dream over here. <laughs> All right. I love it. And, you know, I love the work that you're doing and trying to empower young entrepreneurs. That's one of my missions as a young entrepreneur myself. Mm-hmm. And so I'm so happy we get to talk today. And so, you know, Shalane, we talked a little bit about the pre in the pre-interview chat about the energy and, you know, the excitement. I can hear the passion in your voice. And where focus goes, energy flows. Where is your energy going right now in the work you do? Oh, my word. So many places, probably a little too many places, um, to be honest. But, you know, I love everything that I'm involved in. Um, Right now, I'm really focusing a lot of my energy on um, building out the 25 Tribe community, which is the community of the podcast. We just had our first in-person meetup. We're really building a strong foundation for the online community and have, you know, I have a massive vision um, in the future. And, you know, it's crazy actually seeing it come to life, you know, when things actually start happening and you start manifesting this dream that you've had for years, it's a extremely surreal um, opportunity and experience. So that's where a lot of my energy is going. And, um, you know, I'd say another, the other part of my, the majority of my energy is going into the juice bar right now. Um, you know, it's growing, it is doing amazing. And we're in the process of um, potentially starting a second location within the next year. Yeah. So with that, we are obviously taking every opportunity we can to turn our first location um, into a turnkey operation. And anyone listening who's built systems, um, for your business, which I'm a huge advocate for systems, you know that systems are constantly redefined and, you know, cultivated over and over again. And so um, we're just in that process, which is strenuous, but it's going to be totally worth it. So between those two things and some speaking here and there and lots of traveling, that's where the majority of my my energy slash focus is pointed. Awesome. And it definitely sounds like you have a lot going on there. And so, you know, I guess my, my question for you is with all these things you're doing and all these awesome 
ambitions and adventures you're going on. How do you really balance all those things? Because I know when I get excited for something, I kind of am like a dog with a bone. Like I just go for it. But often, mm-hmm. sometimes it can be like overwhelming because there's so many directions you want to go in. How do you really um, handle balancing out those different things you're working towards? Yeah, a huge part of my why in everything I do is how do we chase our entrepreneurial dreams and goals, make them happen and still live a life of fulfillment? Like how do we live a life of fulfillment specifically through the lens of being a young entrepreneur? And this is honestly what I speak to probably the most and a huge focus of my podcast as well. So I love this question because that's the trick, right? It is way easier to become a workaholic, um, fall so in love with what you do that you don't do anything else. You don't take care of yourself. You don't invest in relationships. It's way easier to go clear to that edge of the spectrum than it is to try to achieve what some call balance. If that triggers you the wrong way, you can call it harmony. You can call it um, what I call it like fulfillment. And for me, I really achieve that by always prioritizing what I call the priority spheres in my life, which is first and foremost, the relationships in my life and my health um, mentally, spiritually, and physically. And so I really try to be intentional throughout my days, throughout my weeks with always fitting in aspects of that. And I always like to say prioritizing Um, these spheres doesn't necessarily come in the currency of time, like hours spent, but it comes in the currency of intention. So for me, I mean, I do spend a lot more time working than I spend playing, but when I am playing, when I are playing, whatever you want to call it, when I'm spending time with people and those relationships, like I am intentional with that. I'm all there. And that is always my first and top priority. If I have to choose between a business meeting and um, spending quality time with an out-of-town friend I haven't seen in two years, I'm going to choose the out-of-time friend because those relationships, those are the things that shouldn't be put off on your to-do list because those relationships do have a time limit um, that you can't get back. And so my answer to that is really, really being intentional with my time. How do you achieve balance, harmony, and fulfillment? You have to understand the importance of every second of your life, and you have to understand where you want to invest that and then act on it. And that means multiple self-checks a day, um, multiple you know, hard decisions, honestly, a lot of self-control to not uh, work yourself into the ground because we love what we do. Um, But ultimately it takes that, that intention and self-awareness. That is so awesome. Intentional time set aside to really foster those relationships. That's so cool. And so, you know, Shalane, on your journey, you know, we all start somewhere and, you know, you have a lot going on now, but take us to the beginning. Like, What was your ordinary world like before you discovered entrepreneurship and when did you discover it? Was there a moment and can you share that story with us? <laughs> My ordinary world. I don't <laughs> yeah. remember an ordinary world. Yeah. That's crazy because for me, it started clear back when I was 15 years old. I mean, my first business was a health coaching business at 15. And that was, I mean, I'm 21 now. So we're talking about a lot, a lot of years. And when you're an entrepreneur, we do, you know, the amount in a month, what most people do in a year. So 
we're talking like 10 years here, <laughs> like dog lives. Right. Um, uh, but I do remember the moment and I don't remember this moment as a moment I am going to be an entrepreneur. I remember it as a moment where it was like, I'm going to do whatever it takes to create my dream lifestyle. I didn't even know there was a label to it. Um, and so I was about 14 years old and I was in a conversation with a close family friend. Um, he's basically my uncle, but not by blood. And he was kind of just asking me like, Shalan, what do you want in your future? What do you want your life to look like? Um, and I started telling him and we went back and forth. And at the time I wanted to be a nurse and work in the hospital because that's what a lot of my extended families um, and my, my mom did actually. And that was kind of where I was headed. And we kind of hammered out the timeline of things. We hammered out what that would look like, what lifestyle that would give me. And in the course of a conversation, I, I don't know, I got that shift, which it's crazy that I can still remember this at 14 years old, like so young. But I remember feeling a actual shift where I was like, I can do anything I want with my life. Yes. Like the possibilities are endless. And that's where it all started for me. And, um, you know, the first thing that I thought would I, I immediately like imagined I more felt it's not that I could actually like it was painted one way in my mind forever and sure. always. But I could feel what would it would feel like when I was living out my purpose. And I, you know, recently woke up like a year ago and realized that in my everyday life, I was feeling that feeling. And that was a crazy moment. So 14 years old, I yeah. guess, is when I first realized, you know, holy cow, this is what I'm going to do. Yeah. That's so exciting. And it sounds it's just, it's so exhilarating to hear that kind of refreshing take. And you realize how powerful that, that journey would become. And, you know, in my own life, I, I'm 22 myself. So it's I definitely can relate to that. Yeah. Um, That's amazing. <laughs> and so, you know, so something you mentioned earlier in that story you were just telling us where you said, you know, as an entrepreneur, we, we do we do so many things in the dog years. You know, we, we could accomplish so much in, <laughs> in a month. You know, I remember listening mm -hmm. to Tony Robbins talk about like how he wanted to become a better speaker. So he did a speak uh, like a, um, a talk every day. And sure enough, he had accomplished more in a month than people had in years. And that's what I think mm -hmm. entrepreneurs, that's what we do. But I. There's also like a flip side to that because we often become overwhelmed, sure, but also our our level of success changes and what we once accomplished as like super like the the highest supreme uh, you know level is now like just average. You know, mm -hmm. is there like a um, any tips you can provide to entrepreneurs listening to this to kind of gauge their accomplishments? I, I'm trying to figure out the right way to word it. Oh, that's an interesting question. I would. OK, OK. Actually, this really hits home for me because I thought that when I accomplished something, a big goal that I was going to feel different. But the more goals I accomplish, big or small, like you said, it's really relative to what you've experienced before. But like, honestly, even, you know, opening my business, reaching certain, you know, sales goals, like publishing a book, like all these different accomplishments that, you know, you think that 
you're going to press that button. Sometimes it actually is a button <laughs> these days. Um, and you're going to be like, boom, I've made it. I am accomplished. I'm successful. I have achieved everything I wanted to. But the reality is, at least what I've heard, what I've like realized from my personal experience is that is not what makes me feel successful. It's the fulfillment that I've attached to whatever that accomplishment is. And so what I've started to do, how I've started to gauge success is how it, how is my fulfillment level? That's what I truly try to try to put my focus to. I try not to necessarily focus on the achievement of things, but on the fulfillment of things. And there's definitely a difference. Achievement is very much based off of landmarks and um, it's based off of materialist things and things that are going to fade. They're, you know, sure. eventually your Forbes article isn't going to be as hot a topic as it was when it came out. Eventually the money that you made, you're going to put that somewhere else. But the fulfillment fulfillment attached to that the lives changed the relationships impacted that's the stuff that true success is around and so what I would say to those listening is you really need to sit down and define what success actually looks like for you because I mean I'm sure as you know Mike there I mean getting featured in a bunch of articles and you know getting your name on different aspects of things like that's really cool, but that's honestly not that important in the spectrum right. of things. The only reason that's important is because we make it important. Sure, <laughs> you absolutely. Know? Yeah. It has enough followers. It has enough likes, blah, blah, blah. Um, but that's so based off of what other people think. That's so based off of what uh, the world is saying you are rather than who you say you are and who and how you're walking the talk. And so I would say define, first of all, like what does success mean to you? What does achievement mean to you? And then how do you go about creating that type of success in your life? Because although a portion of your success is probably related to materialist things like monies and monies, (laughs) money and cars. (laughs) and stuff and there's nothing wrong with that I'm pretty sure that your version of success that's not going to be the core of it so it's more defining what that is and then injecting that chasing that version your version of success in everything you do I love that I love that achievement versus first fulfillment um, kind of comparison there and I know you know in my own life is uh, especially with fitness I was talking to a, a past guest about this and you know when you uh, when you're in the gym and you're working out, this is fitness related. Now you, you first, you're like, you're trying to get that six pack. You're, you're really trying to get sculpted, but we're as, all trying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're all trying some succeeding, some still working towards that goal, myself included. But you know, what I've come to realize is, you know, um, what, what makes me feel good? You know, what, what workouts are making me feel good afterwards? Like is meditation. You're not really trying to get anywhere, but you're just trying to, um, I don't know, refresh your mind and have this new perspective. And so, you know, Shalane, on your journey, you know, you obviously have achieved a lot of success, but I'm sure there's been a lot of difficulties as well. And for you, what has been the one biggest challenge you have faced on your, on your entrepreneurial journey? Uh, this question, although I get asked this question all the time, <laughs> 
it I could come up with a different answer every time sure. from a different angle. It's like, you know, when you read something, everyone's going to come up with a different translation. And that's kind of how it's been throughout my entrepreneurial journey. I've really had to, instead of learning how to deal with failure, learn how to define failure. And I view failure now as an essential, I, I like, as an absolutely essential component to life because it's the opposite of success. Like the two don't exist without each other and we can't expect to, to just succeed. Like when we fail, we're learning one more way not to do something and we grow way more during our times of failure than we ever do during our times of success because it is an opportunity to prove that we are going to stand in what we say we do, that we're going to walk the talk. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that by far the most challenging, challenging time in my entrepreneurial journey, and I'll try to make this story short because it's a long one, like it lasted a period of months. Um, but it was when it was about our almost second year of business with the juice bar, not quite. And we came to a place as owners where we were this close. I know you guys can't see me, but it's like a centimeter (laughs) Um, this close to shutting our doors, like legit shutting our doors, shutting the business down. And it wasn't necessarily that the business was was doing bad, but it was the point we were to the point where this is good. But it is, is it the best? Mm. Can we make it the best? Is it possible to make this the best? And, um, you know, there was three owners um, and we we went back and forth about this. And long story short, I had to, in the span of like, let's see, in the span of three months, I had to go to two very, very drastic places. I had to get to the place emotionally, mentally, um, you know, in my conscious where I was okay with letting go of something that I believed in. Mm. I had to get to that place where I was ready to be humbled, to shut the doors. Um, and there's a lot of details that go into this story, but I had to get to that place. And then I had to go on the ride of getting to a place where I was ready to take this thing on 100% alone and essentially buy everyone out and um those were some really dark times and i had to get to the place where where i was ready to shut the doors with everyone on christmas day it was christmas day i was sitting on the counter we were having this discussion i was i was like we were going back and forth and um i was presented the pros and the cons and you know that was christmas day (laughs) so That wasn't my favorite Christmas ever. But what I learned during that time was just absolutely incredible because it really, you know, it really forced me to take a hard look at how much I was letting what I was doing define me instead of who I am. Like it wasn't just shutting down the doors. It was like shutting down a part of who I am. And when we go through hard times like that, it gives us massive perspective and 
just so you guys, you know, know the end of the story here, what ended up happening is like, although we were 99% sure we were shutting the doors and then I was 99% sure I was going to take the whole thing on, um, being in limbo for that for multiple different reasons for a few months, um, we all decided that we didn't want to shut the doors, that we were going to take it and run with it, that we could take it from good to best. And now fast forward um, about a year and a half and it has just exploded in growth and it exploded in growth literally like three months after we all decided that. And I look back now and I'm so grateful because we almost shut the doors right before we we reached the the pot of gold at the end of the yeah. rainbow, at the end of the storm. Um, and so if I had to take it back to my most challenging moment in all different aspects, there was a lot, a lot going on in my personal life as well. That was definitely it. <laughs> wow. Wow. And so from that arduous experience, that kind of difficulty, when you're kind of in that limbo, what was the one greatest lesson you've taken from that and now applied to your decisions moving forward? So many different aspects um i think the biggest one is realizing that entrepreneurship is about the long game that sometimes when we're walking in what we're supposed to do when we're walking in our calling it doesn't always feel good and it it isn't honestly always fulfilling either but that it's about showing up every single day and fighting for what you believe in and doing the hard things um, and essentially like sticking with it until the end, whatever that end is, whether that end is selling it, whether that end is shutting the doors, but like having that consistency and persistence to show up every day, continually pursuing a higher level of success in what you do, a higher level of excellence in what you do. Um, because we can't just give up when it gets hard. I would give up a couple times a week <laughs> if right. that was the case. Um, but at the end of the day, I really, really believed in the why of the juice bar. And it was never about our product ever. It was about the people. It was about inspiring and infusing health and energy into people. And I believed enough in that. And so did our team that we decided to to keep pushing this forward. And once we were all in with that uh, that consistency and that um, mentality, that's where everything changed. Awesome. So, Shalane, we're, we're going to switch gears a little bit here. We're approaching home plate. Are you ready for the moment of mastery where you can share tips, resources, and insights directly to our listeners? Bring it on. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. What is one simple mindset shift our listeners can apply to how they think about business. My most powerful mindset mindset shift that I've had, which I'm waiting for another one because this one happened like two and a half years ago, but it's the concept of extreme ownership. And if I could summarize it, it's the 
the mentality that you are where you are right now today listening to this podcast because of the decisions that you've made or that you've let other people make for you. It's the concept of taking ownership of yourself and those around you and understanding that you get to choose how you feel. You get to choose how you live your life. That's so empowering. I love that. Extreme ownership. That's great. Uh, so now, Shalane, now that we talked about mindset and extreme ownership, what is one simple action our listeners can take right now, wherever they are, to jumpstart their own success? I would definitely relate it back to my last answer um, because that's what shifted a lot of things for me. I would say that you need to look at your life in the areas where you're going victim to right now. So let's say you're in a job that you don't like, you're in a relationship where you're unfulfilled, you're not in love with who you are. That is stuff that you can change. And so really look at the areas of your life and are you taking ownership of your life or are you going victim and letting life control you? So that's something that you can do right away that I think would shift a lot. Oh yeah, no doubt about that. That's 100% and that's such an, an awesome message because I think a lot of times when we complain and we, we make ourselves victims, we really fall into these disempowering states where we don't get as much done and we don't feel as fulfilled as we could. So thank you for sharing that. And so, Shalane, what is one book you can recommend and why? Well, first of all, Extreme Ownership. That's actually where I got the concept. Oh, um, that's nice. by Jocko Willink and Leif Babins. That's an excellent book. Um, but just to, you know, vary in topics here, <laughs> um, a book called Boundaries by Dr. Henry Cloud is extremely powerful. And it's all about the concept of how to set healthy boundaries in your life, essentially say no to things um, and how setting boundaries with ourself, with relationships, with work, that is the pathway to freedom. Awesome. And finally, Shalane, where's the best place our listeners can go to learn more about you and what you do? Yeah, I would love to connect with you guys. So I'm Shalane Ginger across all social media channels. I'm most active on Instagram. I love Instagram stories. And also, if you want just one place where pretty much like everything about me is cultivated, you can go to shalanginger.com. Awesome. Masters in making. Go check that out. And go check out simpleselfmastery.com. Type in Shalane's name in the search. It'll show you over to the show notes page today's podcast for links, resources, timestamps, and an overview of what Shalane and I discussed today. Shalane, I want to thank you for sharing your journey with all of us here at Simple Self Mastery. You mastered the mic and shared a ton of value. Thank you. We'll talk to you soon. Mike, thank you so much for having me on your show today. If you enjoyed today's episode of Simple Self Mastery, please show your support by subscribing, leave a five-star rating, and a review. It is my honor and privilege to provide you with high-value, free content five days a week, and I'd be humbled by your support. Keep learning, keep listening, and keep working towards your own personal self-mastery. Thanks, and we'll catch you later.